0: Oh my god. (laughs) Guys, this is episode 82. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I've been gone for a while. I know. I just... I moved into a new place and time just got away. I don't know what the hell happened. Um, I'm still obsessed with the fact that Lizzo called her backup dancers fat. (laughs) Still the highlight of my summer. I don't know about you, but that you cannot make the headline up. Anyway, little D is I'm in my new place. I moved to Rye, only like two miles from my old place, but I'm, I live alone. It's so nice. I'm on my new table that I spent way too much money on, and um, I bought the matching chairs, so they're coming, so I'll be, <laughs> let's just say I'll be, Staying in for quite some time because it, it cost me a lot of money. It cost me a lot of money. I'm hemorrhaging money right now. Yesterday I had a plumber come. Uh, my toilet was running, and then I had to ask. I asked this man to install my bidet attachment to my toilet. I was embarrassed. I was blushing when I when I told him. Um, I just got to tell you, this bidet, it's from Hello Tushy, it's just an attachment that goes on your toilet. I told my dad about it and he was like, I, I don't want to hear it. I, I, don't be telling people about your bidet. I don't want my friends knowing that you have a bidet. Let me tell you, this thing, I wish I had it a long time ago. It Since I've had this bidet, I swear to God my teeth are whiter. Why are your teeth whiter, Danny? Are you using it right? Yes, I'm using it right. But this stream is so strong that I tell people it shoots through me. Then it whitens my teeth from the inside. <laughs> but um, it's true that you could change the stream and it could be very strong. <laughs> so um, you got to be careful because if, if the stream is too strong, the water can go inside you. It can go up you, inside you. And... No one has time for that. You don't want to give yourself an anima every day. But um I recommend a bidet attachment. So hello tushy. Use code BIG D for temp I'm kidding. I wish they sponsored me. That'd be awesome. I use the product. I use the product. I often ask myself, like, when all these podcast hosts are reading these ads, do you think they actually use any of this stuff? No, I use that Lumi deodorant that recently people have been um, advertising on their podcasts and I've used it for years and I actually love it and for 10% off type in damn it I got you again but um, I actually do use their product so I would love to be sponsored by them but they never responded so one day (laughs) one day I'll have sponsors maybe if I do this every week but I think I'm i'm back at it so we'll see i got a lot to say this time what else i have so much stuff to tell you guys um i took a solo trip to austin texas i i've i've always wanted to go to austin i've always wanted to see lana del rey so i said let me do both let me kill two birds with one stone as the kids say so i um I went to Austin. I have a friend there, so I hung out with him the first night, and he introduced me to a bunch of gays. and It's always interesting meeting different gays from different cities, and they were friendly compared to like the LA, New York gays, which was refreshing. I met one. He was really nice. He had a very deep southern accent, and he goes, what is your name? I go, oh, I'm Danny, and he goes, what's your last name? I said Romanello he goes Romanello eh is that is that Russian and I look at him I, th- I like I thought he was kidding I was like yeah <laughs> he goes oh I go no no it's it's not Russian it, it's actually Italian oh we don't really have them here <laughs> He was nice but I almost felt like he was playing a character of someone from the south And I I mean that with the utmost love and respect. He was a really nice guy. But when I met him, he was a couple of drinks in. So let's give him the benefit of the doubt. And it it was a cultural shock. I was a cultural shock to him. But he was very nice. Very handsy, but very nice. And he does not listen to this podcast. Maybe he's a little D. Maybe he's a little D and I had no idea that he's a little D. If he was a little D, he was very... Quiet about it. I doubt he listens to this podcast. So I decided when I was going to Austin, I was like, let me look at some hotels. The hotels cost about $300 a night for a decent hotel. And I was like, let me look for Airbnbs. So I saw some really cute Airbnbs that were $300 for the weekend. And a lot of them had really good reviews. They looked clean. So I decided to stay at Airbnb. I saw a listing for a tiny house and it was very tiny. It was two lofted beds and it's essentially a trailer basically, a very clean trailer out of someone's like on someone's property. So I looked it up, they had great reviews, booked it. I even talked to the host, she was really nice and I decided to book it. So I booked it check-in wasn't until four o'clock and I didn't get in until I got in early the morning. I got in at like 9 AM. So I had so much time. So I went to brunch with myself and then I met up with a friend and he took me all around. And then he, this is so funny. I met him once in Salt Lake city. He was, he's a friend of a friend. And when I met him, I was stoned. So I did not say one word to him. And I felt like he probably thought I was snobby or something. But in reality, we were out to dinner and I was so concerned. (laughs) I was so concerned with swallowing my tongue because I was so stoned that I couldn't talk. And then I ordered food and I couldn't eat it because I was concerned that I was going to choke. So he was like... You didn't touch your food i'm like yeah i'm not hungry even in reality i was starving but that's another story <laughs> so funny but anyway he i met him once so we're light friends where we met once basically obviously i'm saying it five times so i know he moved to austin so i was like let's let's meet up so he picks me up and we're driving around and um he's like do you have any errands you have to do and I'm like, yes, I have to go to CVS. And he's like, oh, what do you have to get? I have so much stuff at my house. <laughs> I was like, I have to get an enema. He looked at me like I was crazy. So I was taking this new fiber supplement. And for some reason, it made me so constipated. It made me so backed up. I felt like I was carrying a brick in my stomach. So we went to a Target no enemas we went to a grocery store no enemas then finally finally we went to a cvs and i had to get my enema so i made this poor guy drive me all over austin to get me an enema before him dropping me off at my airbnb which i'm gonna get into the story now but i just thought it was funny that this man who i met once was driving me around to get me an enema (laughs) like just picture it so i get to the airbnb you don't see a host you just check in yourself so there's like a lock on the gate and i type in blah 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 i go in it's a tiny house it's so cute to when you walk in straight you could only walk in about probably four feet four feet there's a couch to your left is a kitchen on top of the kitchen is bedroom number one when I say bedroom it's just a lofted bed there's not really a room and when you walk in to your immediate right is the bathroom and on top of the bathroom is another lofted bed so like I haven't shit in like a day and a half so I immediately give myself an enema in the bathroom I can't believe I'm saying this and I go to the bathroom finally. So then I'm like, I have to take a shower. I have the day on me. I just, I've been traveling all day. I haven't showered. So I go to my suitcase and I'm, I'm only here for a limited time, limited limited amount of time. So I'm, as I take my clothes off, I'm putting them in my suitcase to repack them essentially. So I'm completely naked, putting my un packing my clothes back in my suitcase. And for whatever reason, I look behind me and I look up and I see a fucking wireless camera staring at me. I'm like, there's no way that's a camera. I'm like, you're crazy. Like that's not a camera. And I, I didn't have my glasses on. I saw something like it looked like a camera. So put my glasses on, it's a camera. Then I get closer, it's a fucking camera. And the camera is on a windowsill on top of the seat, ce- like on top of the ceiling. So it, it almost has, it has a bird's eye view of the downstairs of me naked, my pishkadeel out. I just gave myself an enema, went to the bathroom and <laughs> it's, it's looking at me. This camera's looking at me. And it's wireless, so I immediately put the camera down, and I'm like, fuck, this is so creepy. I don't like this. What if they're watching this live, and they're going to come here and kill me? I was There's a million things go- going in my head, and since it's spooky season, there's a movie you have to see. It's called 13 Cameras, and it is about a landlord that puts 13 hidden cameras into an apartment he's renting, and renting out to strangers, and it's so scary. He like watches their every move and basically jerked off to their them changing, them having sex. It's gross. And, and in the end, he kills them. Sorry, plot twist. I mean, not plot twist, spoiler. And it just really creeped me out that I was thinking of that movie. So I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. So I showered, made sure there's no cameras in the bathroom, showered. And I changed in the bathroom. Well, I didn't change in the bathroom. I changed in the living room cause I put the camera down. So I felt safer with the camera away. So then I called Airbnb and I was like, "Yo, there's a camera here. I'm out. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, there's a camera looking at me and they're like, do you want to talk to the host? no, Cheryl, I don't want to talk to the host. What am I going to talk to the host about? Hey, is your camera on looking at my pishkadil? Of course, the woman's gonna, the person's going to be like, hey, no, that camera doesn't work. Or no, that camera's not real. So I'm like, no, I don't want to talk to the host. So I leave and it's like an annoying time because we have dinner reservations. So I'm like, I have to change, get ready, and, and all this shit, repack and leave. So I left and I locked the door and I took an Uber to my friend and then it was a whole thing. But they put me up in, in a hotel and it was a whole ordeal and I only got a partial refund from Airbnb. They gave me back $100 out of 300 So I'm like, yo, I need my refund your listings. The listing says there are no cameras in this Airbnb. There's only a ring camera outside the Airbnb It explicitly says that I was like, my, I feel so violated. I'm so creeped out. I'm, you made me feel so unsafe. Like I, I left, but Airbnb was not budging. They did not give me a refund, but the, host gave me a refund so i didn't realize that she gave me a refund because it took a couple of days so i was fighting it with my american express card and they were like hey we'll fight it in a couple of days like wait and see if they refund you blah 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 but we'll note it in your account they did the right thing and they refunded me the host did and it was a fucking ordeal and i could not believe how airbnb was just like yeah no we're not doing that it was crazy and the host messaged me and was basically like hey those cameras are inactive they don't work they're wireless and you could turn them on or off with a cell phone or your computer so I'm like that's creepy I don't like that response I, I was not happy so I didn't respond to her at all and they put me up in a nice hotel the carpenter hotel I don't know if I said that already and I stayed there and it was great from there, but I'm happy I got out of that Airbnb. I was so fucking creeped out. Didn't like that feeling at all. And then I saw Miss Lana Del Rey. It was such a good concert. I mean, I waited over twelve years to see her and I it was just amazing. I was supposed to see her in Long Island on the beach at Jones Jones Beach Theater, but my friend was getting married and I I almost didn't go. I probably shouldn't have went because I don't really talk to them anymore. So <laughs> Lana Del Rey comes first. Remember that. Remember that. But um, she was good. She was two hours late. You heard me. Miss Lizzie Grant was two hours late to the to the concert. And I I was a little I was a little P.O. if I don't if you don't mind me saying I was a little I was a little upset. You know because it's that's a long day no it was long because I got there at like s- probably five thirty, and she didn't come on and till about almost nine and her opener s- ended at like eight so she it was a it was a, it was a while and the show was supposed to start at seven that's a long time but other than that the concert was amazing I have to say, I did not really care for Austin. I don't know. Maybe because I was in only like a couple of spots and yeah. Oh, I wanted a camera in the Airbnb where I was changing and I didn't notice it obviously until it was too late and I had made a TikTok and it started to take off and then I, I just so happened to check my credit card statement and they had just, the host just released my money, so she refunded me, the host. Airbnb had nothing to do with it. The host gave me my money back, and then some. She gave me back everything. So I deleted the TikTok because the TikTok said that I didn't get my money back and blah, blah, blah. So I ended up getting my money back. So I was like, let me just delete this because what if the news outlets get it, and then they reach out to me, Then I'm going to be like, yeah, well, that was a old TikTok. They eventually gave me my money back. So I'm like, it'd be a whole thing. So I just deleted it because I was nervous that it was going to go viral. But on the other hand, it should have went viral because how wrong is that? Airbnb wasn't going to give me my money back after this ordeal. It's insane. It's probably worst case scenario. Honestly, honestly. So take that Airbnb. Okay, my edits are all over the place, so I had to add this in. So, okay, my friend gave me shit and basically said, Airbnb put you up in a hotel. You should be happy. Like, you should be grateful. You just want a free trip. It's so much more than that. It's this camera saw me naked. Number two, I purposely booked this Airbnb because I wanted to stay in this tiny house. And number three... Where I was staying was kind of near the places I wanted to see, so the hotel they put me up in was twenty minutes further away from all these places. So it ended up, it I ended up paying more money in Ubers because of this ordeal, and it was annoying. So yeah, I do want my money back, and I did get my money back. So I I deleted my TikTok video because in the TikTok video I made it states that I didn't get my money back. So I eventually did get my money back. So I was like, let me just delete this because it was picking up fast. This TikTok video, like I had so many views, so many comments. I had like almost a thousand views within like 30 minutes. So I was like, this is getting picked up and I probably should have left it up, but I felt like this situation was resolved. I got my money back. So I felt like, and another thing I wanted to say was I didn't post the woman's address or the listing of the Airbnb because my sister was basically like, she could sue you because you're accusing her of looking at you naked on a camera. And I'm I am because there is a camera in there, but there's no proof that it's on or off, but that's besides the point you have a fucking wireless camera in there and it just really creeped me out. But, um, so that's my Airbnb story. So would I ever stay in an Airbnb again? The answer? Yes, I would, but I would really do. I would really, I guess, search the property before I disrobed and made, make sure that there's no cameras, you know, but, um, it was a whole violation, so this is a crazy story so hinge hinge is an app where it's a dating app it's a dating app for gays, for straights for theys for everyone, which hinge is great and for for ten percent off, type in code little d okay that's a lie that's a lie too I'm not gonna I'm gonna keep doing that so hinge is an app where you could message people basically so you see their photo you could write a comment and they could respond and accept and further the conversation so it depends sometimes they don't respond and that's basically them swiping left and if they do respond you get matched and then you talk more so i saw a cute man um i don't i forgot when but i'll never forget his face because he's cute i like a i like a guy with a beard so I message him. I shoot my shot. No response. I, I don't even think about it, you know, because you're on this app. You you win some, you lose some, you talk to people, you get ghosted, you ghost people. It's just dating, online dating 101. So time goes on. I see a news story about a New York City man that gets killed by his Peloton And I'm reading it, and it says the name. I'm not going to say the name. And I don't even recognize the name, but I'm like, oh, New York, 30-something-year-old guy. What are the chances of me knowing this person? I mean, I don't recognize the name. So I'm reading the story. The man's face isn't included in the article. And essentially, this person got killed by his Peloton, he it toppled over him and it, it it severed an artery in his neck and he bled to death. So I went ahead and Googled this person and it was the guy that I messaged on Hinge. How weird is that So I'm like, I wonder if I messaged him post mortem or did he knowingly dismiss me? you know so i'm just curious it's 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 so sad so the family is now suing peloton it's just a horrible freak accident so i mean you could google the story the guy in new york it's just man dies from peloton in new york and that's the man it's horrible so i mean what do you say to that i was shocked shocked i mean we didn't even talk so it's not like i knew him but it's just interesting. It's horrible. Anyway, so as you know, the writer's strike just ended, which is amazing. But now there's an actor's strike. So my show that I'm supposed to go back to is still not coming back. And honestly, I don't know if I want to go back anymore. I lost that fire I once had. (laughs) As of right now, I'm working for a property management company in Westchester. And it's it's nice being a civilian. I work 9 to 5. My commute is less than 30 minutes. I have so much time to myself. I don't I mean, it's, it's so nice. So, I'm debating whether if I if I go back or not. I love my TV job. It's so fun. But the commute is just it's over 3 hours a day in a car and it's just it's longer hours, and I have to be there early. I got to be in Brooklyn at 8 a.m., 8 a.m. to 5.30. At this job, I'm at work at 9, and get to leave at 5. So, I mean, right there, I don't think I'm going back. <laughs> so, I've been applying to jobs, and I just hope I get something. Even, even, even though I have a job right now, it's nice, but I need to make more money, you know? So... What's next? I don't know. I would love to stay in entertainment, but I'm not really sure what capacity. So we will see, my friends. We will see what's going on. But I'm grateful that I have a job right now. I mean, it came at the best time. I was so strapped with money. Is that the word strapped when you need money? Strapped for cash? You know what I'm saying. So... It worked out. I could pay all my bills. I'm good. This place cost me so much money. I have so much shit I had to get. I didn't realize how much stuff I had to get. Like just furniture and all that stuff. But it's so nice living alone. I really, I love it. I don't know what, what am I going to do when I meet a man. And, you know, it's time to move in together. And be like, I love living alone. <laughs> Someone asked Bobby Goldberg what do you think about marriage? And she goes, I don't want anyone in my house. And I feel like I understand what she means. It's so nice. I just, I'm in my underwear all the time. I'm in this podcast. I'm doing this podcast in my underwear. So just picture it. I'm at my table that I spent way too much money on. So what does crack my neck? Okay. Guys, well, nature is healing. Taylor Swift is dating. You know, she's, I'm so jealous she is dating. I think he's a tight end. I only say that because I overheard a straight guy say that and I thought that was really gay of him saying tight end. <laughs> um, she, he is a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, and he is so hot. I knew of him a while back because he's six five and with a he's a beard. And you know how I feel about that, but um, they're in love, honorable They're in love. I don't know why I said honorable <laughs> They're in love, and I'm so happy for her. And Swifty is, we're, we're excited for her, but we, we're reprehensive of all men. We really are, and especially when it comes to our girl Taylor. But um, it looks like they're happy, and it looks like you know that that new the new love. When you're first talking to someone and everything they say is just like you love you know they're in that puppy love phase and i hope it lasts i think he's really cute and i i mean taylor swift is taylor swift i love her and i hope it lasts and i cannot believe timothy chalamet and kylie jenner are still together i can't believe they're together period what could they possibly talk about Timothy Chalamet grew up in Hell's Kitchen in Manhattan. Kylie Jenner grew up in Calabasas. I mean, they're just two different worlds. I feel like Timothy Chalamet is very just cultured and a prominent actor. And, you know, Kylie Jenner is a businesswoman. Yes, I said it. She's a businesswoman. She's a business mogul. She is. You got to give it to her. You got to hand it to her. But I just... I just can't picture them together, and I'm happy for them, I suppose. And then her sister, uh, what's her name, Kendall, is dating Bad Bunny. I I just I did not put that on my bingo bingo card, and I love Bad Bunny. I have a couple of his songs, even though I they're they're in Spanish, but I like the beat. I don't know what he's saying, but I'm here for it. I think he's so hot. I think he's more my type than Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Timothy Chalamet is like not my type at all. He looks like he's very pale. He's like that very like theatery kid look. Not at all. Nope. Do you know who I do love? 49ers Defensive End. Yes, I had to Google that. Nick Bosca. Oh my god, he's so fucking hot. He's been on my I've been Googling him. I could literally, I could practically smell the photos looking at him. Is that creepy? He's just so hot. Like that type of hot where you're just like sweating thinking of him. That's Nick Bosco. Take take a Google. Take a Google. Take a Google. He's beautiful. Very pretty. Very pretty man. This is kind of funny, but also sad. Um, I love Britney Spears, but um, recently she got in trouble on her Instagram. She was dancing with... Uh, what it appeared to be were butcher knives, kitchen knives, if you will. And she went ahead and said they weren't real. Um, and she got the inspiration from Shakira's uh, performance at, I think she was at the VMAs or something like that. And Shakira danced with knives and Brittany said they're fake. My assistants bought them from, this prop shop called the Hand Prop Room in LA, which is funny because I, they were my vendors. One of my vendors, when I worked on that prop job, we would always buy fake knives from them, fake weapons, and all this kinds of stuff. So I thought that was really funny. And the best part was the Hand Prop Room wasn't doing well because of the writer's strike. They haven't been in business since May, so they lost so much money. Business was doing very poorly and since Britney Spears gave them a shout out like business is booming and that's so awesome considering there's still a strike there's an actor strike so no one's going back so my question is who's buying all these fake weapons and why so i thought that was really cool it's like the the Britney effect like what else is she going to say <laughs> like i love Britney Spears man damn but i you know i still feel really bad for her you know, um, those knives look real. I will say that. But hey, she shouted out the hand prop room and you have to know props to know that place. So maybe Britney Spears, pro- maybe Britney Spears is a prop person. I don't know. But um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It has been, it took me like two or three days to do this. I've, it, I've been so rusty and my edits are awkward. I'm awkward. I feel like a little monotone, but I'm going to try to do this more often, y'all. I got my own space and I don't have to be, I can be loud as I want. So I hope to see you guys maybe next week. I don't know what kind of accent this is. I sound like um, one of those Real Housewives. Anyway, have a good day or week. See you soon.